Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my talk about three peaking in Destiny. It's kind of a hot topic right now. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. That'll bring you right to my Twitch channel. I'm actually usually live when these hit the feed, so if you want to come in and take part of the live streams, that'd be great. If you're listening on YouTube or watching on YouTube, you can hit like, share, subscribe, hit the little bell button, leave a comment. All those things help me out. I do want to mention periodically, this video is not sponsored by Astro, but I have used Astro products my entire streaming career. I wear Astro A50s every day. I stream for like nine hours. They're great. They're comfortable. They're long lasting. You can use astro.family slash say no to rage for the discount on the Astro products if you want to check any of them out. Uh, again, the video is not sponsored by them, but if you want to use the discount and check them out, that is something we want to periodically mention in the video. So three peaking. People are like, what is this? What are you talking about? Or you're familiar with it. I'm going to walk you through what is three peaking? Like, what, is, what What on earth? What are you talking about? What's three peaking? What's the problem with it? Why are people upset about it? And I'm going to make some suggestions and, and try and offer some solutions. Here's the thing. Before I get into the video, I know people are going to immediately say one of two things. It's scummy or it's toxic. Or you're going to say it's in the game. It's totally fine. On the outset of this video, I do want to make sure and stress... I am not ever going to name call or or insult or go after people who use something in the game like third person peeking, okay? It's presently in the game. You're totally in your right to use it. I am going to argue that I don't think it's good for the game. I don't think it's in the spirit of Trials or in the spirit of Crucible or in the spirit of a first person shooter, okay? So... I'm not going to go hard on this, though. I think some people are going way too hard and, 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 and calling people names and being nasty about it. I'm not going to do that, but I do think this does need addressed. I also don't think this is a front-burner issue. I want to say on the outset of the video, I don't think this is a front-burner issue. I think stability and error codes need addressed first, and then right after that, we got to address cheating on PC more than ever. This is something for later that I think probably would need to be addressed eventually. Uh, I also think issues with trials need addressed first. The token earn rate, the loot, you know, my my state of trials video that's more important than three peaking i'm trying to offer healthy dialogue about this subject that isn't toxic and mean-spirited but just sort of tries to give you a picture into what the problem is so what is it third person peaking or three peaking is when you use your emote and then you can pan the camera and look around corners this basically gives you the ability to get information that you ordinarily would not be able to get if you imagine when you're in the tower that's always in 3p it's kind of like fortnite you're running around you can kind of pan the camera in a first person game you generally can't do this sort of thing if you want to look around the corner games like call of duty offer a lean sometimes you literally can strafe in and out very quickly and in this situation destiny is a game where this has been present for a long time a lot of people tend to bring that up they're like it's been in the game for a really long time why is it suddenly an issue now but that's essentially what it is it's commonly used to check snipe lanes or people that may be pushing around the corner. So the idea here would be, if you're watching the video, I can walk up to this wall, and that guy over there named High Flyer, I can see him with third person peeking. I, I'm behind a wall, I'm totally safe, and I can see what he's doing. If he's peeking out, if he's trying to snipe me, if he's trying to look at me, I can see what he's doing. Right now I can tell my team what he's doing, he's pushing me, he's pushing me, I can get ready, boom, and I can step out and I can shotgun him on his approach. Or if he was continuing to stay up in that room, I'm getting information to snipe at him, I'm getting information uh, to make pushes. Now, it's basically bringing the advantage of a game like Fortnite into an FPS whenever you feel like it. Whenever you feel like doing this, you can do it. There's no cooldown. There's no stopping you from doing this nonstop. You can also do this with swords. My solution is going to kind of address both things. Now, 
this is compounded by the revoker because the revoker enables you to do really really quick really really quick peak snipes and if you miss revoker gives you the ammo back so it's kind of making things doubly worse on a map i think widow's court really highlighted this i think anomaly highlighted some of the problems with hard light i think this map widow's court is highlighting some of the issues with three peaking and revoker kind of landing in full force as a very frustrating thing to play against now a lot of folks are going to say well it's only streamers complaining about this it's only the high level players complaining about this you have to understand if you start to get better at the game and you start to play at the higher levels you're going to start to face this more also with respect you might not be a good enough player to even know when it's being used against you you might not really understand why people know when to peak snipe you or when to push you or when to back off you might have no idea that it's happening you're just not aware enough you're not paying attention to it enough this is becoming more common and it's going to get more common especially on snipe maps some people are going to say well it's only a real problem on maps like widow's court okay but that's if that's true that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that it doesn't sort of ruin that map. What every time we're going to go and do a trials map that's snipe heavy, we're going to have to deal with passive, you know, lane three peak revoker nonsense. Like that's not good for the game. Okay, so this the dialogue about it's becoming, I think, unhelpful and ironically toxic. You're not being. A, a, a good person or a righteous force for good in the game when you call people scum when you call them scummy when you call them toxic when you say that they're trash or they're scum lords like whatever like that's ironically toxic you're injecting toxicity into the dialogue if you don't like it make an argument be an intelligent human being as opposed to a name calling child like actually have some discussion about this and dialogue about this because I think it's worthy of talking about but we don't need to inject toxicity into the discussion okay even though people are getting toxic about it even though streamers might be getting a little bombastic and a little hyperbolic about it I do think it's understandable why this non-ability ability is becoming a source of information with no risk and disrupting the flow of the maps and the flow of combat okay it's a non-ability ability there's no cooldown on it and it's giving you what other abilities do you'll see people do this they'll go to a corner they'll use their rift they'll use a barricade they'll use their dodge and in that third person animation they're able to pull some information in but that ability has a cooldown also if they use their dodge their rift or their towering barricade they don't have it for a while and they may need it especially if you're running worm husk you're sacrificing something that potentially could come in handy later and you're using it in a brief moment to try to get some looks around the corner again that is risk reward you're using something you're taking a risk and hoping for a reward peeking a lane using your rift all these things are intrinsically laden with risk reward and emoting just simply isn't i know people are going to say but when you emoted on anomaly you could get pushed you get pushed listen if you're going to play like a dumb dumb and get pushed that doesn't mean that three peaking is not a problem okay any sniper map is going to turn into this standoff nonsense and i don't think it's good for the game ultimately so what are my solutions like what what do i think they should do this is where I want to take a very middle lane approach here. I don't want to go crazy. People are like, oh, just disable emotes altogether and don't let people use swords, lock swords. Okay, let's just settle down. It, it doesn't require that hard of a hammer swing, I don't think. If you are presently using emotes to three-peak aim, all right, and you're defending it. Oh, it's in the game. It's totally fine. There are people saying, oh, it's a skill. It's not a skill. Stop. That's embarrassing to even try and argue that. It's not a skill. It's a mechanic. It's a strategy. That's fine. 
If you're going to argue that it's a mechanic and a strategy and a viable strategy, then you are arguing that this is an ability. You are using this as one of the tools in your toolbox. It's an ability. It should be treated as such. I think emotes, if they're continued to be seen by both Bungie and the player base as an ability that can be used periodically, put a 30 second cooldown on it, right? If you want to run to a corner and emote to see what's going on on that lane, do it. Go ahead. You can't do it again for 30 seconds. Now, I know people might be like, well, you could just infinitely emote. There's some infinite emotes. Bungie might have to look at that. They might have to say, well, when you're in PvP, it only cycles one time and then knocks you out of it. And then you got to wait 30 seconds to do it again. If you're going to treat it like an ability, have it function like an ability and you could periodically use it. Another really, really easy solution for swords is you can't pull out the sword unless you have ammo. What are we even pulling out anyway? We're pulling out a sword hilt. That doesn't even make any sense. You're, you're, you're pulling out nothing. There's nothing there. It's invisible. And honestly, a lot of us use the sword hilt to cheese bounties anyway. There's no reason to let us pull out our sword when it's empty. There's no weapon there. There's not some weapon that has an empty mag or something. It's literally nothing. It's invisible. So I would argue that if you treat it like an ability and make swords only be able to pull it out when you have ammo, it's that simple. I think that would solve this problem. I don't want to swing too hard at this. If if it's kind of like, a, oh, people have always done this, it's kind of in the spirit of the game, periodically emote and look around corners, that's totally fine. I don't want to completely swing the hammer at this and be like, remove emotes and lock swords. But I also don't want to act like it's not an issue. It's not a it's not a threat to sort of the integrity of matches that people using snipers, people using map awareness, people using speed and intelligence to get to choke points early, they're not able to leverage that strength as you passively get free information with almost no risk or reward attached to it. Almost every motion and movement and choice you take, whether you flank, use your rift, a barricade, whether you're going to try to go right, left, or push up the middle with your shotgun, those are all decisions that come with them. The chance of reward and the cost is you are taking some level of a risk. Emoting has almost no risk and comes with a significant amount of reward and free information that I don't believe belongs in a first-person shooter. As always, we're going to go to question and answer next. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at SayNoToRage.com. And as always, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A session that followed my talk about three peaking. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live. I'm usually live right now when these hit the feed. You can go to SayNoToRage.com. That will bring you right to my Twitch channel. Those of you that watch on YouTube, a like, a share, subscribe, a comment, the bell button. All those things help me out. Also remember uh, to check out the astro.family slash say no to rage link astro.family slash say no to rage link that'll get you a 5% discount on astro products I've used astro products for a really long time my A50s last me all day so let's jump right into the Q&A uh, Aiden says how come everyone is complaining about 3 peaking all of a sudden it's been in the game for over 5 years why is it an issue now this question makes a couple mistakes there's a lot of presumption built into it number one it was complained about in Destiny 1 it wasn't something that was not complained about I don't think it got as much traction and as much fire because the game flow was different Destiny 1 was slower it had a much smaller FOV which stands for field of view so 3 peaking didn't offer as much information it wasn't as uh, advantageous and uh, the, the the map flow is just very very different now we're, we're highly agile we have a lot of things at our disposal we also have class abilities now so now we have rifts we have towering barricades and we have 
well, Dodge is was in the game back then, but we have Dodge combined with Wormhusk. And so I believe class abilities combined with agility, combined with FOV, and Revoker is compounding the issue, I think as well, because people are 3P peaking, and then they step out really quickly, and they take a shot with Revoker, and if they miss, there's no harm, they get the bullet back. So it's kind of empowering so much passivity. Passive play is is fine, but when you give passive play a disproportionate amount of power, it it becomes a problem. It's also a first person shooter, man. Like I just, I, I don't, I really don't think we can defend a, a, a constant third person peak anytime you want to do it in a first person shooter game. It just doesn't make any sense. It, it really, really is disrupting, I think, flow and balance. I think Widow's Court put it on full display. I think Anomaly put on full display the absurdity of the hard light, and then I think Widow's Court is putting on full display the absurdity of endless third-person peeking, and then the Revoker is coming in and saying, yeah, I'm going to make things a lot worse. Um, <laughs> so, historically, historically, anything that subverts ammo economy is a problem, so to pretend that it's not a problem, I think, is ignorant of the history of the game. If you go back to when Bungie tried to legislate special ammo, everybody used the Wormwood. Then they fixed sidearms, everybody ran to Icebreaker. Uh, It's very easy to change your... Well, it might not be easy to change your mind if you're going to dig in, but to the person in chat saying it's it's fine. I don't think anybody... That, that has watched this game's history can argue with a straight face that something that subverts ammo economy control from Bungie is a good thing. I think it's I don't think Revoker should have ever been put in the game to be honest. I don't think Whisper of the Worm should have ever been put in the game and that's for PvE. Anything that creates its own ammo I just think creates an outlier problem. Bungie creates all these rules and barriers and says, here's how much ammo you can get, here's the general rhythm of that ammo, and then something comes outside and says, yeah, but not me, I can make my own ammo, or I can get ammo back if I miss. Or, you know, Wardcliff glitching, right? Like, Wardcliff glitching did that. Now, that wasn't something by design, but think about it. Wardcliff glitching basically said, ammo economy sucks right now, I'm going to create my own ammo. And that created problems, and they patched it. So to have a gun that, by design, subverts ammo economy is always going to be problematic. It just, it just is. And... Folks will point to things like, well, you can run scavenger mods and you can pick up greens and you can snowball green ammo. Okay, but all of that takes risk reward in on the on the battlefield. So if you snipe somebody, you just spent ammo to do that, and now you're down a shot. If you two body them or you miss and then you kill them, you now have no sniper ammo and you have to go get it. That's risk-reward. There's pressure. Oh, if I go get that ammo, that's going to help me in later matches. If I don't get that ammo, uh, you know, I'm only going to start each round with two. So if someone's snowballing with green ammo, they're making decisions and choices that's leading to that. They're either min-maxing their armor mod slots, they're not using certain things that they could use that would give them in-game benefits, they're opting for the in-game benefit of more ammo on a pickup. Uh, the, The other day we've been watching people play Grenader Jake saw a brick on the ground he went for the brick and it was risky he almost lost the round because of it he turned his back on the enemy in order to do so but he was prioritizing the green ammo and it came with a risk reward tension 
Three peeking has no risk reward tension. It gives you way more information than you deserve to get in a first person shooter at almost no risk. Revoker giving you ammo back on a miss is again just zero risk reward. It's very, very imbalanced if you think about it. And the reason these things are being highlighted is because Trials of Osiris is meant to be the pinnacle competitive mode in Destiny, and these things are antithetical to a competitive first person shooter. You would never see this in a tournament. You would never see a big, huge $100,000 prize pool for some first-person shooter. And they're like, oh, yeah, but if you do that emote where you can shake your teammate's hand and he's not there, you just kind of stand there and you can get third-person aim. That, isn't that great? Well, they would probably outlaw that, or they would probably ban that in tourney play because they would be like, that's 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 not in the spirit of this, right? That's not in the spirit of... of uh, That is not in the spirit of a competitive first-person environment, and I think that's the ultimate problem with it. And that's why I've continued to say, if you're going to defend it, I'm not going to call you scummy for doing it. I'm not going to name-call. It's in the game, and you can presently right now do it. It's not cheating. If you're going to use it and defend it, you're using it as an ability. It should be treated as an ability. Put a cooldown on it. You can emote once, like, every 30 seconds, and then you can only get out swords if you have ammo for it. I think that would create a, a, a nice fix, and people could still do it periodically, but it wouldn't be this just unbelievably dominant thing. So, we're getting a report from chat about the event. Is the event is the event being canceled, or are they speculating? I didn't think they were making an announcement anytime soon. It, no, it looks like they had a new tweet within the last hour. Um, an update. Yeah, it's a really, really long update. It looks like they're canceling the in-person GCX event. So... I'm freaking bummed about that. I was really looking forward to seeing all of you guys. Well, that's a bummer. Let's move on to the next question. MW2 Killer. Even if Bungie does something about three peaking, don't you think that people would just switch over to Titans and just spam their barricades in doorways? I feel like this is something that they will always be an issue. Well, listen, towering barricades getting spammed or used in that way, you have to understand something they are they are giving up something that they might need later it's like it's like dodging on a corner so you can three peek and then when you dodge on that corner to three peek you you're unable you're unable to uh you're unable to use it later so imagine dodging on a corner for three peek and then when you are done dodging on that corner you get pushed and you get hurt well now you can't dodge and heal with worm husk because you dodged on the corner to three peek you use your towering barricade and you just all oh, just keep you're saying spamming it on a corner they can do that now and they don't do that why because warlock rifts, towering barricades and dodges have utility in the game that you might need later. You don't want to just willy-nilly use it like an idiot. That is at the core problem with emoting on a corner for three peeking. You can do it endlessly. If you if you every time you go to a corner use your rift, your dodge or your towering barricade, you're going to learn really quickly why that's not a good idea. Run to every choke point and just chuck your grenade and smoke down the hallway. Just do it. Well, I don't want to do that. I might need it later. <gasps> exactly. Like, there is a rhythm. There are cooldowns. That's to bring balance. You're getting in-game advantages, in-game power, at a rhythm. You can't just constantly spam your barricades, your dodges, your smokes, your grenades. 
Why? Because things that have power in the game are usually put in check by a certain amount of balance. Heavy's not all over the map. You only have so many green ammo shots. Like, these are all things that are put in place to keep certain elements of the game in check, and emoting is completely unchecked power. You can just do it as much as you want, and that's really at the core of the problem. First Blood with 35 months, thank you. Fet44. Do you think if emoting in PvP highlighted your character to the other team, it might make the risk-reward situation? Uh, You could see them if you three-peak, but then they can see where you're at. Well, in general, Clint just came up with this on the Rageous Roundtable, and I like the idea, but here's why I ultimately don't think it would matter. This is going to be most common on sniper-heavy maps, okay? So, Widow's Court. If I'm up against the wall down at church... And I don't want to peek the little the little archway. I don't want to peek archway because somebody's up at plaza at the top of the stairs. Okay, and I'm three peeking. Are they are they in doubt that I'm there? A lot of the times, not really. They saw me run there, and then they see my emote in the kill feed, so they're not in doubt on my now. They might not know my precise location. Now, again, if you get to the if you get to the choke point late, you might not know that I'm there. You might not know I'm around the corner emoting, and then you would see me. So. I don't think this is a bad idea, but I don't know if this goes far enough. The only thing you would be able to do is like, oh, they're emoting. Let me put a grenade on the corner and you push them back. And then I guess that would give you some advantages to be like, okay, I just pushed him back off the corner. Let's push down. So I don't dislike this idea. I just don't know if this is a full measure. This feels like a half measure. I think the core of the problem is that you can do it as much as you possibly want. Dodge can be on an 8 second cooldown. Hobbit, that is something someone has to spec to. They gotta make decisions on their on their on their uh, armor. They probably might have to they might have to use mods to get there. They gotta wait for god rolls to get there. That's called min-maxing. They're sacrificing other things to get that constant dodge. Maybe their build to get an 8 second dodge cooldown prevents them from having other things that they would like to have. Emoting requires none of that. No decision making, no mods, no stat alignments, no min maxing, no choices, no strategy. Right? Eight seconds in a round that lasts for a minute is still a pretty long time. Like, eight seconds, you know, I don't know. I, I really don't feel like that's the main issue. And again, dodging requires movement. And then think about it if you go to a corner and you dodge, you are now unable to use like your worm husk healing. You can't get out of the line of sight. You are now restricted. Think about it. I go to a corner and I dodge. And I know that I have to wait about eight to nine seconds to get my dodge back. Somewhere in there, okay? When I do that, I just took utility away from myself. And now I can, if I peek the lane, I have to be a little bit more trepidatious. I can't just stand there and get in a shootout and know that I can leave and heal with worm husk or just leave in general. I can't leave the lane. So for eight seconds, I'm now in a cooldown where my play flow has been affected by my decision. Emoting doesn't do that. Emoting, like you literally can emote, check it, yeah, nothing. Let me go to this corner. Emote, check it, yeah, okay, yeah, they're over here. Go back, emote, check it. It doesn't affect your play flow at all. Like you can come out of it right away. There's no cooldown. It doesn't affect your play flow at all. That's the biggest problem with it. If you're choosing to use Barricade Rift or your Dodge and you and you choose to spec yourself to get really quick refreshes on those, those are decisions and sacrifices you're making in your loadout and in your choices and in your risk reward assessment of the situation. Like, do I need my Dodge in the near future? Probably not. Let me Dodge in the corner to get a peek. And again, 
it's a one second peak it's like dodge what's going on and then you're out of it emoting's just like nope they're not here yet yeah no no uh-uh, I don't see anything oh no no here they come yeah 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 nope yeah he's going around second one's at the door uh huh you just do it for forever it's not even comparable man the the, the animation the animation of, of a dodge or a barricade or a rift is so quick it's not even comparable to endless third person peeking yeah it's not even peeking it's just watching <laughs> it's watching it's like a camera the dodge argument is like saying warlocks have Icarus dash to three peak. It's a non-argument. Yeah, it, 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 there's, it's those things have intrinsic risk reward. Emoting does not. So, <laughs> dancing viru. What if three P is the mechanic of your ghost peeking over your shoulder instead of choosing the class ability? Maybe even at a consequence. I don't. I appreciate your creativity, but I really don't think this is where we want to go with it. Raijen87. Playing devil's advocate here. Would there be more risk in three-peaking with an empty sword than an emote? Could they make swapping animation from your sword and the sniper take longer along with your emote cooldown? See, this is when I... This is the, this is a microcosmic solution. You're going down to a very specific thing and saying, well, let's make this very, very specific thing slower. Why? If I'm playing PvE, now my swapping on swords is going to be slowed because you you're worried about emote peeking or sword peeking in trials? Just make it to where you can't pull out your sword if there's no ammo in it. That's not that hard to do. You don't have any ammo. You're not pulling out anything anyway. It's a hilt. Like, we use we, we use our hilts to cheese bounties anyway. I, I kind of feel like this this is, a, this is a two birds with one stone solution. There's no reason to let anybody pull out a sword with no ammo. There's nothing there. You're holding nothing. You're holding air. So, I, you're holding a sword hilt. So, I, that's, that to me is a simple solution. Just, no, you can't pull out your sword without any ammo. That's not going to affect PvE. Oh, I can't cheese my bounties now. Boohoo! That that that's quality of life. You know, that's tweaking the game. That's that's cleaning the game up. You can still hold an empty gun. Yeah, that's fine. The gun is a gun without ammo. A sword literally isn't even there. You're just you're just holding a hilt. And again, it's third person. Like Bungie has to work within the confines of the game that they built. They built a first person shooter game. They're trying to have a competitive mode mode in a first person shooter game. And I believe they need to respect that. I think you need to respect the first person environment and I don't think third person peeking is respecting that I really don't think it is how does one create a build for 8 second emote cooldown are we suggesting another stat that's being added to build options for emote cooldown I don't think there should be a stat for emote cooldown I think emote cooldown should just be 30 seconds like if you want to run to a corner and emote and just freaking sit there cause you know when you leave the emote you can't do it again for like a really long time that's fine. I mean, if you just want to sit there like a dum-dum, eventually you're going to have to come out of your emote, and then you got to wait another 30 seconds. The rounds are so quick in trials, you, you would maybe get to emote like one more time, and then you'd probably be at the end of the round. The, the rounds last a minute, maybe. They're really quick. Emote once at the beginning and maybe one more time. We don't need a stat for emotes. Just make it a static 30-second cooldown. Avin J. Between the rough launch of trials... Exploding game glitches and cheaters and the poor reception in light of PvE this season. PvE numbers are holding, so I don't know if I agree with that. Um, Some prominent streamers, including MTash in his last video, saying that Destiny is at 
Nadir comparable to Curse of Osiris? I, I don't know what you mean by as that Nadir. Is maybe you're saying is comparable to Curse of Osiris? And is it a risk of again imploding? I'm guessing you disagree. Tell me why. Um I I haven't watched the video, but if you're gonna say that we're this is this is like Curse of Osiris, I I just think that is it's totally reaching. I don't think so at all. We have we have way more to do right now than we did during Curse of Osiris. Um, I, I, I just can't take that comparison serious. It just seems like it's exaggerated. That seems like low hanging, like, yeah, it sucks. It's like curse. It's just like, if you really do one-to-one, uh, comparisons, I don't think so. The player base numbers are actually lowest point. Oh, is that Nadir? I didn't realize that's what that word meant. Um... Yeah, I, I don't think this is accurate. Player base numbers for PvE are proving me wrong, by the way. I thought the numbers were really going to drop this week, and they haven't yet. We'll check them next week, but the PvE numbers are holding at over a million. Um, and so, to me, I, I, I really... I really, really can't imagine looking at Curse of Osiris and looking at the game right now and be like, it's, it's almost... It's, oh, no, no, it's comparable to Curse. I, is it risk of imploding? I don't think so. The PvE numbers are, are over a million a day. That doesn't sound like it's imploding to me. I, generally speaking, I think the PvP guys are... It, they, they always need to like wait a day before making a video sometimes. I feel like it's really easy. And I know what this is like. I can get really fired up too. I think when you get kind of salty and you're having a bad run and you're not having a good time, you can tend to like get a little critical it probably wouldn't be a good idea for me to make a video about leveling right after I get my third milestone drop that sucks I, I, would, I might overstate my case in more in emotion rather than fact you know so I don't know I think people get I think people get wound up and they're like this is this is this game is dying this game's imploding or um, I watched the video he did not say that Right, like I said, I didn't watch the video. I don't know if this is what he said, but there are people that said this last season. There were people that said that Season of Dawn was was Curse of Osiris 2.0. I had plenty of people saying that, and they freaking meant it. And I was like, what are you talking about? Season of Dawn was actually pretty good. We had somebody this morning saying the seasons are getting worse and worse, and I'm like, if you compare Black Armory to Season of Dawn, Season of Dawn had more stuff in it. It had more stuff going on. The, the, the forges were so basic. They were so basic. Um, so I, I, I would just worry if people are making this comparison, I don't know if M touched it. If people are making this comparison, if people are saying this game is basically comparable to curse of Osiris right now, I'm like, what on earth, what on earth are you talking about? Like, it's not even remotely like that. Where right now, this is way better than drifter. I would say right now we're close to being equal to Black Armory. We didn't get a raid, but we got trials and the public events and the bunkers. I would say that's a pretty even trade to what we got from Ada. Ada didn't do much. The forges were all pretty samey and pretty basic. I would say right now we're very comparable to Black Armory. I think everybody goes, you know, gets rose-colored glasses. You want to act like the frickin' Black Armory was the was the, the 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 promised land. Everyone complained about Black Armory, you know. 
Oh, I just keep going back to the, th- the the tower. It's nothing but a gun grind. It's nothing but the forges over and over and over again. I, you know, content is there. It's just not good. Not subjective. And the player base is stronger now than it was back then. So the, the player base seems to refute your 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 assertion. Like you cannot like it, but be like, oh, the content's just not good. Well, I, the, the the player base numbers are stronger, so so they're doing something right. Listen, you can run to my YouTube comments all you want, or my chat, or my Twitter feed. Like, this guy's always citing the player base numbers as proof that the game's okay. What else are we going to cite? It's, it's, we're a day away from April, and the player base numbers seem pretty good. That makes me wrong, by the way. I thought the player base numbers were going to dip because I thought the beginning of the season was kind of rocky. It's free to play now. Do you honestly think? a sustained retained million players a day number is constantly being padded by free to play that's just delusional there's no way man free to play launched in October how many times are people going to use that back out the game sucks well player base numbers looking pretty good yeah well it's free to play come on it's it's almost April you can't keep using that as your scapegoat for healthy player base numbers it's a sustained player base. It's retention. You look at the number and it's like stable and steady. And over the season, there'll be a slow decline. You're going to tell me that every single day is padded by free to play to the point that the numbers are predictable and steady. That doesn't even make any sense. If you would have used this argument during October or maybe November, I'd be like, yeah, maybe. We're a day away from April, man. You can't keep pulling that out. You can't keep pulling that out. There's not even that much to do for free-to-play players. Like, (laughs) what? And if you want to be like, well, Lono, a bunch of people did free-to-play back in October, and there's a lot more free-to-play newer player, you know, new players in the player base, and they're padding numbers. They have been playing since October, November, December, whatever. Okay. So the game was good enough to get new players and keep them? I got news for you. The early player acquisition ain't that good. Luke Smith admitted that in his director's cut. It's kind of confusing when you're a new player. It's kind of aimless. It's kind of like drinking from a fire hose. Like if you if you're going to go if you're going to go to you know the stats, if you're going to go to the stats and you're going to say, "What the frick? Why did that do that? I got to turn that extension off." If you're going to go to the stats and you're going to say that like Oh, it's padded by free-to-play players. I, I don't know. Luke Smith seemed to indicate in his director's cut that the early the early player acquisition is not very good. It's kind of sloppy. He said he said that they underestimated how many new players are going to check out their game, and that they have to polish the beginning because it's not very good. That to me seems like I don't know. I think a lot of new players play the game and, and maybe walked away. You know. Maybe they maybe they took a break because they're they're just like yeah th- this is just too confusing. The player base is padded. It's from the virus. I mean, if the player oh you're saying if it's padded, it's from the virus. Listen, when you have to constantly shove facts through your filter and your predetermined view of things, what's the point in even having the discussion? It's like the game sucks. It's dying. 
Look at the player base numbers. Yeah, well, it's padded by this. Well, that doesn't seem really reasonable given the, you know, the inaccessibility and the confusing nature of the brand new player acquisition, the admission from the franchise head that the new player acquisition hasn't been that great because it is confusing, and the fact that free play launched in October and we're almost in April. Yeah, well, it's probably coronavirus. Like, you're literally unable to be like, yeah, well, maybe I'm just burned out, right? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, I know he said if, I'm just saying that like, that's what people do. That's what people do. We had this discussion the other day. This is how the argument goes. The new content sucks. What's wrong with it? The guns aren't even worth it. Did you see the rolls on light.gg? Yeah, I did. Actually, here's a handful of really good rolls you can get that makes them very, very strong against uh, champions because of Vorpal. They also have really good combinations. There's also a brand new mechanic in the game called Warmind Cells. Yeah, well, I don't need any of it because the game's not hard enough. Um... Oh, okay, so why are you playing again? Can you remind me why you're playing this game? Because first the content sucked. Then the content was, oh, the guns aren't good enough. Then when you realize the guns are good enough and they are cool, now all of a sudden you don't need them. It seems to me like you're more bent on just disliking the game instead of actually having a discussion about faults, shortcomings, things that need to be fixed. Do you see what I'm saying? Like... It's one of those things where, I, and 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 to say that people are 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 uh, there's nothing else to play or people are choosing to play. There's plenty of other things to play. Exactly. Like, I, there's there's other games to play. Come on, Call of Duty Warzone just dropped. Like, plenty of people are playing that. Like, that's another shooter that's really appealing to PvP players. That sounds like a moving target, right? You're always moving the goalpost. It sucks. Why? Because of this. That's not actually true. Oh, well, uh, something else. It's just like, why are you even bothering having the discussion at that point? You're not trying to have a talk. You just don't, you're just unhappy and you want to justify your unhappiness. It's probably just more healthy to be like, this just doesn't, this just isn't my bag right now. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do bounties anymore. I just don't I just don't care about chasing god rules anymore. That's totally fine. That's totally healthy. It, you don't have to justify your unhappiness by making, you know, logical backflips in and goalpost argumentation that you're always shifting them around. That, 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 like why even bother doing that? There's nothing to play in PvE, a public event. Come on now. Yeah, because there wasn't a bunker with three different legendary law sectors and an actually pretty good material grind in there that actually can lead to a good grind of the weapons. That wasn't in the game. You're right. I forgot completely about that. There wasn't a grind to level up the bunker to give you good in-game benefits, in-game benefits that didn't exist before, summoning the Valkyrie at will. I mean, we had that during Warmind. Summoning a robot at will. Uh, Warmind cells in the bunker, grinding for those, adding those to your loadout to add to your content and to your, to your, to your combat loadout. Like, you're right. That, that, that wasn't there. None of that's in the game. It's just a public event. You're right. Huge package. Do you think Bungie can implement a type of phone block? Uh, oh, prone block from Call of Duty wall block. Can't emote on walls. If somebody said this, I just don't think this is good enough. This just feels like a half measure. People just figure out where to stand and get it to work. You know, I don't think it would work. Uh, Angelus. Wouldn't the ability to drag scope and quick scope justify three peaking? Snipers are not inherently a quick action weapon, but with snapshot and quick draw, they are practically a run and gun weapon. Um, 
I feel like you've been watching Panda and Potato too much. I I don't I don't think <laughs> I just don't think that I don't agree with this. Now I I've seen some people say it might have been was it Cammy that said in his tweet that he feels like maybe snipers are t- a little too easy to use. I think Cammy might have said that. I don't want to quote him directly. I know there are some people that think that snipers are a little bit too easy to use right now. However, I, I this just feels like a, a a pretty significant overstatement. I don't think we can say because of drag scope and quick scope, the quick action of the weapons does not justify three peeking. Um, Cami has been saying snipes are too easy since Forsaken dropped. Okay, I think part of the problem is. If I were to try to put meat on the bones, it it feels like the aim assist is just so high that controller users, I mean, I see snipes sometimes, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like it 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 was great placement and great instincts, but it's like gee many Christmas, what a what a magnet bullet, you know? Um You see these drag snipes and these flick snipes from these guys, and you're like, how on earth do they even do that? It seems like they just kind of put the crosshair in the general vicinity of their head, and they get it. They get the drag. They get the quick. They get you know what I'm saying. I don't. If we want to talk about aim assist, maybe being lowered a little bit on snipers so that it's not it's not so sticky and so magnetic, we can have that conversation. I would. I would. You would want somebody to make a presentation and talk about it and talk about you know it being better or worse at different ranges. But I also think that. You can't really justify three peaking. It, it the, the justification of three peaking is simple. It's in the game. It's not against the rules. The spirit of three peaking is problematic because it's an ability that you can use endlessly with more information and more benefit than the other abilities in the game that actually have cooldowns. So you're wrong. A large portion of the community, at least in trials, are capable of using a sniper as a primary. Snipers are a problem. I don't know how you can say that I'm wrong. I didn't take a position. I said we could have a conversation about aim assist on snipers. And I, I, I've got bad news for you, uh, VV Salvation. I have bad news for you. If someone gets really, really good with a sniper and they're using it as their primary, you can't make the weapon bad enough to stop them from doing that. Do you understand? They, they've earned that right Like they've gotten to the point where that's their primary weapon do you honestly think you're going to be able to make snipers bad enough that they stop doing that you, th- you think you're going to get panda and potato to stop using snipers you honestly think no they're not they're, they're, they've gotten to a place where if you lowered aim assist a little bit made them, made them a little less magnetic and a little less uh, sticky they might get a few less of those crazy off the woo drag snipes they might get a few less of those but come on these guys are not going to suddenly not be playing at the level that they're playing at like <laughs> you, you can't stop you can't stop people from being really really good <laughs> you, you'd have to destroy the weapon archetype to, to stop these guys you just really would King Yum Yum with two months thank you aim assistance doesn't really matter with the top people right you may be playing against people that are kind of constantly stepping in and snapping and stuff but I don't know three peaking is a viable option against them you're basically saying I'm not good enough to win this shootout, so I'm gonna cheese and corner peek. Is what you're saying? Like, I, 
I'm not trying to slam you or anybody who three peaks, but you're basically saying, I don't actually have the skills required to beat this guy, so I'm going to use an emote to look around the corner. (laughs) I can't win. I, I... I'm sorry, man. That just that just sounds like something that, as I've said, is so antithetical to trials. That doesn't sound like a competitive environment. Yeah, man. These guys are really good snipers. I'm going to emote so I can see around the corner. Like, what? Try and push closer to disrupt their, their confidence in holding the lane? Try and flank? Try and get close and throw grenades? Like, what are you doing? You have all this utility. You have all these choices. You're fast. We're really quick. We have all these things you can use, and you're going to emote peak against a good sniper. Let me get this straight. A majority of players get way too easy kills in trials, so bad players are too good with snipers in trials, yet somehow simultaneously trials is dead because it's only sweat lords and casuals aren't in the playlist. Right, like, yeah, big sirs. I'm telling you, I don't think you can argue that, that snipers are just so, like... I'm sure Cammy probably makes a good case for them being too easy to use. Again, aim assist could probably be afforded to look look at. I think some of the drag snipes seem a little sticky. Like, wow, that, that seemed like it kind of did some of the work for them. It's still impressive with what they're doing, but I do, I do think some of the drag snipes that I've seen lately would miss if aim assist was tapered down a little bit. Uh, especially quick scopes. I mean, some of these quick scopes, I'm like, oh, come on. Um... So I, I would I would agree that aim assist could be toned down a little bit. But again, as I said, you're never gonna stop these guys from playing this way. You just aren't. They they're they're so so good. That's the truth though, it's the truth. You literally just said, uh, we aren't gonna win against potato. What are we supposed to do? If uh, you're supposed to lose, that that's what you're supposed to do. Lose honorably and try to and try to learn. What was the best approach? How best did you apply pressure? Was there was there a way to evade? Were there po- spots on the map that took some of their power away that you could try and go to? If you're going against a team that's better than you, you you're going to lose and try to learn. Like I'm going to lose so I should be able to cheese a, an emote and get free information? What? I don't understand. Like it's trials. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna do much against potato if you're three peaking. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. Potato goes up in the air. Heat rises. Gets in a nice vantage point. He's looking at a corner. That jerkwad is three peaking. And then he knows what he's doing. And he can wait. And he can watch everything Potato's doing and make his decisions according to information he has no business getting. And why is that wrong? Potato is consuming his grenade, using an ability that has a time limit, and then he lands on the ground and doesn't have it anymore, right? That's his choice. There's a risk in going up there. He's a very visible target. He's a very stationary target. He does have some dodges to get out of lanes if he feels he's compromised, but he's a pretty stationary target. And you can see everything he's doing with absolutely zero risk. You don't use an ability. You don't consume your grenade. You push a button and you dance. And you can do that as many times as you want. That right there is the problem. You take all this stuff that this guy's come up with and and uses to put himself into a prominent position, and you're like, yeah, I don't, I don't have to do any of that. I can just sit here and push a button, and I can like do a little dance, and I can see everything he's doing, and I can do it endlessly with zero cooldown. That strategy, 
fine it's strategy but it breaks game flow and it is kind of dumb like everything that you do in the game that has an intrinsic benefit has either a cooldown there's a risk reward attached to it and that doesn't you just get free information I love you and I will continue to support your stream but that's just not right I'm a very good player and it's silly I'm supposed to lose the ability to 3p because players are too good at sniping the logic doesn't check out well the logic doesn't check out because I didn't say that you're making an argument that I never made I didn't say that you're supposed to lose the ability to 3-peak because players are too good at sniping. That's that's a non-sequitur. It does not follow. I never said that. Those things are not logically connected. My argument against 3-peaking has been... I've, I've made it numerous times. It's it's an it's a non-ability ability. It's giving you an in-game advantage with zero cooldown. Dodge, barricade, rift, all of these are abilities you can use for in-game advantages that have a cooldown. If you use your dodge on a corner, you can't get it back for a certain amount of time, so now you can't heal with worm husk. You can't leave the lane if you get in a shootout that doesn't go your way. You're sacrificing that ability to maybe get a quick peek on a corner. Also, if you're going to use dodge, rift, or towering barricade, it's only like a second of 3p aim. It's not it's not endless. There's like a mountain of reasons I've given why three peaking is bad. I've not once said you shouldn't be able to do it because people are too good at sniping. I never once even intimated or hinted at that. I never said that. That's not my argument. I've laid out a consistent, logical, game flow, map throw, reasoned argument that has to do with abilities, cooldowns, and in-game advantages, and if you're going to ignore all that and create some other argument I never made, then you're not engaging with me, you're engaging with some phantom. That's called straw man. You're just, you're building a bad argument and taking wax at it. That's called the fallacy of a straw man. I've, I've never said any of that. I've never said any of that. Use any tools of game that gives you to win? Sure. Listen, I've said two things. I am not calling you scummy for doing it. It's in the game. Go for it. But it needs addressed. And here's all the reasons I give why why it needs addressed. I'm not going to call you a scum lord. I'm going to be like, you're scum. You're freaking three-peaking scum. Nobody complained about this in D1 false. It got complained about all the time. So... It also wasn't as big of a deal because FOV was smaller, our movement was smaller, and target acquisition with snipers was not as accurate because you didn't have mouse and keyboard players, you didn't have a lot of the mobility that we have now. So you're not you're, you're shutting down all this all this in, intelligence and strength and skill sets these guys have honed in because you can push left on your D-pad. So it was complained about a lot back then. It's complained about more now because it's it's actually having a greater influence over what's going on in the game than before. Augustine. Wouldn't putting three peaking on a cooldown still devalue the few legal wall hacks that are left in the game like Kepri String and Foe Tracer? I agree with your thoughts on swords and class abilities, but I think no emotes until the end of the game would bring value to those exotics. I mean, I would... I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't know if... I get where you're coming from and I tend to agree with you. You're basically like I don't need these I don't need these because I can just three peak, right? I, I didn't even consider that. Like three peaking is giving you essentially the power of an exotic without wearing an exotic. Um so that that's another element of the discussion I didn't even consider. Three peaking is third person peaking. It's when you emote so you can look around the corner. It's high noon. How is three peaking an issue in trials? It was never, uh, and it was never in comp. I wouldn't want locked camera because people buy emotes to rotate the camera. I prefer cooldown. 
Um, this is again just 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 not true. People have complained about it for a long time. I think it's 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 getting more complaints now because losing in trials is more meaningful too. Like if you lose in comp, you're like, oh, these freaking guys were emoting the whole time, and then you move on. When you get into the back half of the car and you're trying to go flawless, which there's not a strong desire to go flawless, there's not a strong motivation to go flawless, and you actually do, and you face a passive three-peak team, it's pretty irritating. You know, it slows the game down, they're getting all this free info, it's like, come on. What's it complaining about in comp? It's literally been complained about since D1, you just weren't either paying attention to the people complaining about it, or it didn't get as much mentioned because it wasn't as advantageous as it was back then. It seems far more advantageous now because of FOV, and there's a lot of really good snipers in the game that are motivating more people to do it. It's sort of a, it's sort of a, a, a huge, it's a, it's a, it's a perfect storm. Snipers are easy to use. Lots of really good snipers in the game. And people are like, I don't want to get freaking domed. I'm on a three peak. So those two things are just continuing to like build on each other. And now you got this big giant like every game I casted had people emoting. It was like every single every single game. It was it was every game. So it's constantly in the kill feed. It's truds. Should Bungie make an emote to embrace this three-peak controversy? I thought it'd be funny to make like an emote where like you like they're peeking around a corner. Uh, the Texas guy. While emote peeking needs to be addressed, how do you stop people from sword peeking? I've already addressed that. You can't pull out the sword if there's no ammo. Tiger 2 Actual. Do you think Crucible Labs would be a great place to test the changes of three-peaking? Examples, lock sword if it has no ammo and lock emotes for five seconds during use. I don't like the idea of locking emotes for five seconds if they're in use. Like, if my thumb slips and I bump the D-pad, what, are you going to make me stand there? I, I don't know. I, again, just put a cooldown on it. You can't do it for 30 seconds, you know, after you do it once. Loyal. How fast do you think Bungie can implement Adept Weapons? Not this season. Maybe next. Probably not until September. Casino 7. How about if your shield goes away during emoting and thus has to recharge? That's the end of the emote. This doesn't do anything. This does not address the issue. Uh, Kitch OG with four months. Thank you. 15 months from a ghost A14. It's high noon. You three peak to mitigate snipers. Snipers are somewhat easy to use. Would people three peak if snipers didn't exist? Of course they would. It, it gives you so much information. I've seen people use it just to, just to know when people are pushing. It, it's like, it's again, it's free information. I just... I don't want to sound condescending. This is going to sound condescending, but I really feel like unless you're a higher skilled competitive player, you don't sense how bad this is. I don't want to pull out like fallacy of the expert here or be condescending, but I genuinely don't think if you're not playing at the higher skill levels and you're not super competitive, I just don't think you see how dumb this is. I And I know like that sounds mean and condescending but it's like if you're just playing in the lower echelons you're just not noticing it you don't know what it does to your gameplay because you don't play at that higher level I'm casting game after game after game and I watch incredibly talented players and all of their all of their strategy and map intelligence and skill get shut down by some dude emoting on a corner like it's so silly it's silly now I know you're like Oh, but it's the only thing I can do to mitigate sniping. You, you are settling, my friend, if you think that's all you can do. Trust me, if you're going up against Potato or Panda, 
just just learn what you can you're going to lose but if you're going up against a team with some decent snipers and you think your only course of action is emoting you are probably selling yourself short there's other things you can do there's other options there's other choices you can make this is why i love widow's court I love just applying pressure with radar. Just the psychology of that. I love it. I love watching teams do this. There's a wall in between them and they're like watching radar and they're pivoting and then like they're like wait 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 spike on the wall. I don't want them to come here. Smoke over here. I want to funnel them back. Okay, they're funneled back to photo booth. I'm going to push photo booth. You can come from the right now. Now they come from the right. It opens up a lane on photo booth. I'm going to push from the stairs to get to get a lane on photo booth and then maybe you have somebody coming from street. Like I love that. J- just the the ever changing like sifting sands of the map i i love that and then you want to sit on your hands and emote because they have snipers like you are selling yourself short you have other options you have other things you can do when you go up against panda and potato holy moly you're gonna get waxed these guys are one percent of the one percent you have no hope learn what you can but there's so many other things you can do. That's why I love watching the guys that, that that don't do it. You can see what they what they do to leverage advantage, to leverage their utilities, the movement to again just sometimes applying pressure from just putting some pings on radar. Just a couple of pings on radar and the team's like, "Oh no, 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 they they're, they're coming from over there." And you're like, "No, I'm not." And you loop back around. I love I just I don't know. The cat and mouse you know, sometimes, because people sometimes complain about radar reach, but I do think radar reach cuts both ways. You can really manipulate the team just by pinging it. Oh, I'm going to go over here. <laughs> they think I'm coming from street. No, I'm not. Whoop, and you loop back around. Oh, they think I'm coming from far right a plaza. No, I'm not. I'm going to come back and help you push stairs. I'm going to come back and jump over top. Like, I don't know. I I think you're punting, man. I think three peaking is a freaking punt, and you've got other things you can do against teams that are sniping just junior in order to improve the game for the majority would bungie be better advised by inviting generalist streamers rather than the pvp gods or raids first creators to the community summits well you need to be careful because your question seems to assert something that isn't true they've invited a wide variety of people to these events they don't just invite like glad and real crafty okay that, that's that's not what they do so that's not necessarily the, the best representation of these capture events of these summits that they've done okay now, I've never been invited, and obviously that's a bummer. I would love to go, but the the way that they do these, that, that's not what they're doing. There's plenty, they got people, they had people come from Reddit the one time. They had the number one ranked, like, Gambit player. What was his, was it Benny? I forget his name. They had him come out one time. Uh, there have been plenty of people that, that, that have gone to these things that are not like oh they only bring out glad and real crafty a benji yeah that was it it was benji they've invited people all along the spectrum so you know <laughs> i don't i don't think it's fair to make it sound like they only invite uh the the elites estimated profit can you help me understand why having emotes in the crucible is necessary at all i am down with no sword unless there's ammo but putting a cooldown on emotes seems like more of a bandwidth absorbing issue than disabling them altogether just aren't needed emotes are sold in the eververse emotes are used in the opening sequence and emotes are a form of playful sportsmanship sauce that has been in the game for a long time so that's why they can't just get rid of them 
why is this a thing now? It isn't new. I don't remember this. I'm just going to bypass this one. It was a thing. People complained about it. It's hitting a fever pitch for all the reasons I outlined previously. D. Bakerman. Do you think that they should add repeatable bounties for Iron Banner for extra coins? Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, the Andy Man can. Yo, Andy Man can. I got your clip for uh, the Trials Top 10, and I'm going to make an adjustment to my requests now. Twitter videos are horrible. Horrible. It took me a half an hour to figure out how to download them. And then once I downloaded them, the quality is awful because Twitter's compression is a joke. So unfortunately, your cool clip isn't going to make it into Trials Top 10. I need videos to either be a Twitch clip or uploaded to YouTube. So I am sorry, uh, but I recognize your name. I felt so bad. I couldn't get the freaking videos to work. OBS hated the videos from Twitter because of the compression. Like, they wouldn't play half the time. Anyway, to your question. There's a sense of urgency for Bungie to address the issues and trials in order to playlist to thrive and succeed. Do you think that they're being too silent at present? They haven't said anything about any of the feedback. Do they need to? There's a huge danger of speaking before you can act, okay? And I'm going to explain what I mean by that. If Bungie comes out and says, we're looking at the hard light. We're not going to commit to making any changes, but we're looking at hard light. That does two things that we don't really need right now. Creates a dialogue of, oh great, you're going to nerf it. Thanks, Bungie. And they're not even doing anything yet, okay? It also creates this expectation expectancy in the community of oh yes they're finally going to address hard light uh they might not do you remember when dylan tweeted that they were going to speak to us about infusion and the twab and everybody got really excited because they're like yes they're finally going to speak to infusion and lower the cost it's been so annoying and like an hour or two later dylan's like oh just so y'all know (laughs) we have no plans to change infusion we're just going to explain our philosophy to you right and with love in my heart, I was like, why are you even bothering bringing it up then? Like, if you're not going to make any changes, I got news for you. People weren't happy about infusion costs, and they don't want to hear from you unless you're going to make a change. I don't really need your epitaph, your pontification. I don't need your thesis on infusion. I want either updates or changes, or don't say anything, right? So if they come out and they start saying, oh, we're talking, we're looking at the hard light, it creates a dialogue that they don't want right now. They just don't. They don't want, they don't want it to be a thing. Three peaking, uh, token farming. Until there's actionable change they can make, they don't want to draw attention to it. What do you mean people are low card farming? We're not doing that. What the frick are they talking about? Oh yeah? Oh yeah, we'll low card farm too. Hard light? What about the hard light? Oh, we should start using the hard light. I hate the hard light. They should nerf the hard light. They should leave the hard light alone. Like, they're basically just pouring gas on an already burning fire. You don't want to draw attention to it unless you can actually say, okay, we've been looking at the hard light. We understand there's been a bit of a trend in the crucible and we're going to make these changes to make sure the weapon is still strong and viable, but not so dominant on every map Dr. Gene with six months, thank you D. Bakerman maybe take the third person action away from the emotes and swords yeah, I know that wouldn't work with swords It's it's you really want to see it I don't know, I, I think there's other solutions we've already come up with, we don't need to do that suspended, do you have any plans to take these arguments to Bungie or are you just hoping that they listen to the community, not trying to be condescending, just curious I know other streamers have done something like that and have a success in other games um, Bungie doesn't need me to like write them a pen pal letter dear Bungie how are you doing? I'm staying home too. Hope the weather's nice. Just wanted to talk to you about three peaking. 
<laughs> Obviously, I'm memeing a little bit. Like, the, I don't need to do that. They're they're familiar with my content. They watch my videos. Um, I've I've been told that. Um, I've been complimented on some of my videos from Bungie staff. I've had my split screen commented by uh, one of the Bungie staff members. So I know they watch my stuff. Okay, that's not a flex. They watch the content creators. They watch Reddit. They watch the forums. They watch Twitter. They do. That's why they have Dylan, Cosmo, and Deej. They all do different things. They all do different things to interact with the uh, the community. Cosmo and Dylan, they trend toward Reddit. Dylan t- tends toward also Twitter. Deej is sort of dad on Twitter. Dad sometimes needs to kind of like put the car back on the road and get everybody thinking positively and sometimes he needs to speak to people he had some pretty good exchanges with people lately about feedback and changes and always receiving feedback and um so uh and you should all go to my you should all go to my my twitter feed and you should all give the tweet love I'm gonna retweet the tweet right now where I shoutcasted uh daddy Deej showing off his at home workstation okay it's it's a it's a great clip and we we want to get this clip a lot of love and a lot of views okay so I just retweeted it okay <laughs> anyways so like they all they all they're all doing different things so they don't I don't need to like write them a letter or say hey we this is what we think about it they know what we think they've seen the Twitter feeds they've seen the big PVP players talking about it I mean Dylan made a joke about it he he's they're well aware of what we think <laughs> uh, oven baked muffin. Not challenging that three peaking is a problem, but how is this more of a problem than droning out a room in Siege? I don't play Siege, and this isn't Siege. Real slim, shady. As well as three peaking, Revoker has been an issue this weekend. What's your opinion, if any, on Revoker returning a bullet that you missed? Um, it shouldn't do that. Uh, weapons that bypass ammo economy like Invective and Icebreaker ruin D1 trials, and it's basically happening again. I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you. I don't think anything should be able to subvert ammo economy, create its own ammo. Uh, I don't think Whisper of the Worm should have ever been put in this game. Luke Smith said that. I just you shouldn't put guns in the game that subvert an entire structure. They build an entire structure of ammo economy and rhythm of ammo, and then a gun's like, <laughs> that is so funny. I don't have to abide by those rules. That is hilarious. That you only get two shots. And if you miss, it's a miss. Not me. <laughs> not, not me. I don't. I just don't think you can do that. I don't think you can have weapons to do that. I think it's extremely problematic. Whisper was literally breaking boss fights. It just it was breaking boss fights, and I, you know, I, I just don't. I just don't think they should do that. Uh, Sci Fireman with fifteen months. Thank you. You're better off missing than actually hitting a body shot. Right, 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 right. Just keep going for headshots and miss, and then eventually you'll bag one. Um, clap for you. Uh, Lono, do you feel Bungie will take drastic measures to save trials with immediate changes to keep volume play on the weekends? They need to do something quickly. Yeah. They need to do something quickly. I think the easiest and most readily available change would be to change the token economy. Remove the win requirement remove the win requirement so people can just use their tokens give lots more tokens on games 4, 5, 6, and 7 so people think that like people realize farming 1 through 3 is stupid playing the whole card is better and that's probably about all they could do now that I think would actually make significant changes to the playlist 
I even said they could do like a triple trials token weekend or something. Um, and I think if they did that, I think that would be a really, really good start because you could, uh, you could really, really fill the funnel with casuals. And then the bottom half of the card is helped in two ways. More people are playing, not there, you know, more casuals are playing and the hardcore players are going further up the card. Andy echo. Do you think this third peaking is just another excuse because trials doesn't feel the same as before? No, I don't think so. I think it's a problem. Monkus 101. If is Bungie less likely to disable emotes because some of them are purchasable? A big streamer throwing a dank emote after a good kill is free marketing. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I don't think they're going to just completely disable them. Iron Skeptic. What are your thoughts on Revoker in the meta? I've already addressed Revoker. Dan Papa. D1 armor versus D2 armor. Do you feel like they have more possible builds available than D2? Oh my gosh, yes. We have way more freedom and control over our loadout. Our loadouts and our armor control is ridiculous. ridiculous what we can do in this game. It's absurd what we can do in this game compared to D1. It's not even comparable. It's like a different game. It's like a different game. Listen, if you're new and you're just tuning in, you're probably tuning in to see like when maintenance will be over. Uh, if you're enjoying the conversation, this is like an interactive podcast. I do a lot of talks, do a lot of Q&A. Be sure to click the follow button and turn on notifications. Also... I will be doing a Trials Top 10 segment on my brand new show that I launched called Split Screen. It's a competitive casting desk. I do shout casting, play-by-play, and coverage of Trials on the weekends. I cover some of the best teams, stream teams, all sorts of people doing cool stuff. And we have 10 amazing plays to show you today in the Trials Top 10 countdown. So you're not going to want to miss that. Stick around for that. Uh, Obviously, we're going to wait for this hotfix and see if anything happens at reset before we jump into that. Jay. Would you think it would be an option for Bungie to take Crucible off the list and do a complete overhaul of the system? No, that that we, we can't do that right now. Uh, Yushi was six months. Thank you. JB Rizzle with 12 months. Thank you for those resubs. Any speculation on what the ro- and more roadmap will look like? They've always put stuff like that. I don't think it's going to be that substantive, honestly. They, they put most of the content on that, on that uh, calendar. Monkus. Would developing death cams be worth it uh, for cheater reports? I mean, that's just isn't needed right now. It's really easy to spot cheaters, especially togglers. I think togglers are the worst offenders right now. They go from being a trash can to suddenly hitting every snipe. It's like, okay, we know what you're doing. Um, But it's pretty easy to spot them. Small soldiers. Do you think the best way to handle third-person peeking is being able to disable emotes? We've already answered the disable emote question. Atheist boy. Do you think Bungie should add more fun and crazy game modes like Scorched? I love Scorched, but I don't think they need to add more modes right now. I think there's too many Crucible modes, too many hoppers to choose from. I think it fragments the player base too much. Sensory Fern. How do you feel about people switching guns right after the intro to hide their real loadout in Trials? Um, who cares? Uh, it's not a big deal. Dr. Killshot. Why do you think three-peaking was suddenly a problem? We've addressed why it's become more of a problem in D2. Should swords keep three-peak since they are a lot more risky? They're not risky that you could pull them out without ammo and qu- switch your weapons pretty quickly. Um, a lot of people running trials at higher levels are running stuff with quick draw and stuff anyway. Uh, bit jag dash. We need emotes to be fools against the enemy team. Take that away. Players resort to teabag. This is not okay what do you think about the fov as well being adjusted dramatically where you couldn't see anything if you tried i just realized something the solution is so much easier than we're making it well no you'd i was gonna say you wouldn't be able to rotate the what if you couldn't rotate the camera 
but you'd still be able to see around the corner so people would still do it I thought oh what if we locked the camera you know, it, would, it would still it would still help uh, the bomb dog you acknowledge this wasn't a problem in D1 and on console because of FOB no I did not acknowledge that I said it was less of a problem I didn't say it wasn't a problem so could this potentially hurt console experience if removed is this a PC only problem all of my argumentation against it holds it, it the argumentation holds on platform it's it's platform agnostic my my logic and reason doesn't give a rip about the platform you're playing on it's an in-game ability with no cooldown that gives tons of free information in a first-person shooter it doesn't belong in there bx chef do you think the streamers deserve the amount of emotion that they are receiving example the reddit post ripping into them i don't really give a frick what reddit thinks about it's because they're just a bunch of mindless drones with easy clickism upvotes on garbage threads uh yo so yo so yalva destiny is a business at the end of the day just because something is effective doesn't mean that the game is completely successful player base isn't the only thing that needs to be measured here this is not a question thanks for saying like that and johnny the cat king if they gave emotes a cooldown could bungie sell exotic emotes with lower cooldowns in the eververse no that would be paying for advantages we don't want that serial kira if they can't add a cooldown to emotes in pvp only because it would not i would not want that to be a universal thing can they add another drawback like a damage nerf for a few seconds this is really really micromanaging i don't think you want to do this either remorse what if you emoting stopped showing up in the feed and then neither of you knew if each other was emoting what you don't know won't hurt you uh what no like this is worse this is worse what are you talking about like no what do you mean what you don't know won't hurt you it will hurt me i don't know you're doing it and that hurts me what are you talking about this is actually an instance where what you don't know does hurt you come on man that is a facepalm bro all wheezy save me wheezy emotes lock you in during usage and comp trials so three peak becomes a sitting pigeon or emote at the end of the round and be completely fine emote lock you in during usage no i just i don't think so man either completely disable them or just put a cooldown on them i you know i either completely disable them or put a cooldown on them because if you make it to where you can't pull swords out unless you have ammo all you have to do with emotes is either just shut them off until the round's over or you just put a cooldown on them. Oh, this guy emoted. No big deal. He can't do that again for 30 seconds. Now, if they want to have a rotating door of emoters like, oh, you're done. Tag in. All right, Bill, it's my turn to emote. And he runs up to the corner and he emotes. All right, I'm out. Okay, I got to wait 30 seconds. Tag in, Billy. All right, yahoo. I'm going to go over here and emote. Like, I guess that could happen even with the cooldown, but if a team's going to be that committed to emoting, you're probably going to be able to push them. <laughs> like, they're going to be just chilling on a corner with a rotating door of emoting dum-dums. Like, you're just going to push them. Like, Here they come! What are you doing? I was waiting on my emote cooldown! Like, I don't know. I don't... I don't... I think the cooldown would be good. It'd be a nice middle ground. You could do it every once in a while, and then people would be like, oh, this guy emoted, but it wouldn't literally happen the entire game in the entire round. You know? I don't... The, the simplest solution would be like, you can't do it until the round's over. You know? I, that'd be the simplest solution. I'm trying to find a middle ground here. Um, 
I think the camera is the fix here. When you emote, zoom way in so that the emote is the focus, uh, like the selfie emote. When you pull out the sword with no ammo, zoom, uh, zoom way in so it seems like they're the, like an easy programming fix. Yeah, maybe. So, but I still, I don't know. I still feel like you could kind of rotate and spin uh, if you needed to. Uh, what if emo? What if Bungie put emotes on a pinwheel that takes a few seconds to activate, so you could give a penalty for using an emote? Again, that's just micromanaging. Uh, Arctic, uh, Arctic, Spartan. Uh, Bungie will most of the time give a reason why they do things. Do you think that they should start talking about why they don't do certain things, even though the community has been asking for it? Example: I'm so curious as to why they left the tracking on one-eyed mask for so long. Um. I don't know. I don't have an answer to that. Commander Tyke, do you think that they should be more class variety? If so, should Bungie start doing class-specific exotic weapons and armor mods? I don't like class-specific stuff. No. Uh, I don't like class-specific stuff. Benny, what's good, Benny? Benny says, I like emote locking TBH. Worked great in Overwatch. I guess my only concern, which I guess you would deserve it, but I would be worried because I'm dumb and I'd bump the emote thing and be like, oh shoot, I emoted frick, and I'm like sitting there sweeping, like, I'm gonna die, oh, I didn't mean to, like, I don't know, <laughs> that might not be the best comeback, um, that might not be the best comeback, but again, if you have teams supporting you, would emote locking really prevent it from working, right? People would bait you, thank you for giving this up to Benny. They just bait you. Oh, he's emoting. He's locked. Let's go get him. And then they're just all sitting there freaking waiting for you. And he can tell you that they're coming. Yeah, dude. They totally took the bait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're coming. Full, full, full push. Full push. Just prenate it. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know if emote locking would work either because I feel like you'd have the emoter be the weaker player. And then they'd be like, your camera. <laughs> they'd be like, your camera. I would just say, you can't do it. You know? You, you, you're done. You can't do it until the round's over. Emote locking is definitely the move. Now, when you say emote locking, do you mean that you can't emote until the round is over? Or do you mean once you do the emote, you're stuck in it? Can you guys clarify what you mean by emote locking in Overwatch? What do they do in Overwatch? Because I'm not actually sure how it works in Overwatch. I've never seen it. You're Oh, you're stuck in it. Okay. Yeah, The here's the other problem with that. There's no standard emote length right? Every emote's different. Some emotes are eternal. Some emotes have a, a beginning, a middle, and an end. So I don't even know. To third person peek in sweats, you would have to use a class ability using your cooldown and also locking you in the animation. Works great. Disabling emotes completely would also be nice and if you want a three peek, then you'd have to use the class ability. Well, I, I just think swords are really easy too, Benny. You just say you can't pull out your sword unless you have ammo. I don't know if it's that easy for them to create that. But right now, there's no reason to pull your sword out if it's empty. There's just no reason. The only reason people use the hilt in PvE is to complete bounties, and we're cheesing them anyway when we do that. Like, by the way, there's a lot of people here because of the maintenance thing. Our servers are up. Are they back up? Do I have to back out and download an update, or is it in-game? Do I have to back out? Is it in, it, there might be an update in Steam, right? I would think there might be an update in Steam. I'll, I'm going to check on that. Um, let me just close Steam and reopen it. Download required? Okay. So we'll see if there's anything new in the game. If not, we'll kind of complete Q&A. By the way, if you're new to the stream, be sure to click follow and turn on notifications if you've been enjoying this content. Um, we do these back and forth pretty regularly. And I will be doing a Trials Top 10 segment uh, 
all of the best plays that we found that we tried to find uh, over the weekend we'll be doing that on the split screen casting desk uh, casting desk the split screen casting desk is a show that I launched split screen is an awesome way to cover cast give play by play and shout cast trials players on the weekend and we'll be doing that shortly so don't go anywhere it's a really really fun time um our cove why are revoker users suddenly all gods i don't know they're probably using toggleable aimbots so they can miss a bunch and then toggle it and still have ammo owen what if emoting highlighted their emoting player we've already had that suggestion pinoy says what do you think about a cooldown specifically during trials uh one emote per round yeah i mean i've already i've already talked about that a cooldown um I got a helmet and crucible tokens. What the frick? Infamy for the taking. Gain additional infamy. Okay. Untold glory. A reward for dedicated players. As a reward for completing competitive matches, you have been awarded extra glory rank points. And they gave me a helmet? Oh, cool. It was a powerful, so it dropped at a thousand. That's nice. Um... Shoutcast Benny. If Benny wants me to cast him, I'll cast him. I'm always looking for new folks to cast. Um, hmm. It doesn't look like anything's happening in the game. It doesn't look like anything's happening that I can see. You can get uh, this week with uh, gold, with Bright Dust, you can get the Violent Exorcism Ornament for the Arbalist. You can get the Nightmare Stalker Sparrow. That thing is actually really cool looking for Bright Dust. You can get the Seraph Shell uh, for Bright Dust. You can get the Vibrant Medusa Shader. It's pretty nasty, but we're going to grab it. Um, oh, they're selling they're selling Heaven's Vigil for silver. They're selling the Standard Bearer Suros Ornament. They're selling the Magneton Thrust for silver. Thanks, Mama. Uh, no, I don't think so. No, it's good. Uh, let's see. What else are they selling for Bright Dust? The Vice Sparrow, I think that's that's down here again. The Law of Induction for the Thunderlord. That is a really, really nice ornament for Thunderlord. That's got to be one of the better ones for it. That's really sexy. Benny's down to be casted. All right. All right. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, yeah, we're going to need that. Definitely going to need the Hoodless. I love Hoodless. Lunatic's Legacy Sparrow is also available for Bright Dust and the and the class item. Class items available. Golden Age Drop Kick is available for Bright Dust and I Surrender is available for Bright Dust. That's this is the perfect this is the perfect emote for three peaking right here. Da Bomb Dog gifting five subs to the community. Thank you for doing that, Da Bomb Dog. That's perfect for three peaking right there. That is beautiful. That's exactly what we need right now. Yeah, three peaking with 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 that one. Oh, copper tone patina uh, shader available. Let's go ahead and buy that. I always buy the shaders. I always buy the shaders. Um, I love them. So there you go. Uh, let's go. Yeah, that shader's nice, isn't it? Nightfall is the ordeal is warden of nothing. The three choosable nightfalls are Exodus Crash, Arms Dealer, and Scarlet Keep. Your strike modifiers are Arc, Grenadier, and Blackout. Gross. Uh, I guess if you feel like going into Reckoning, Arc, Grenadier. 
and yeah iron banner and trials is gone the neo shader is awesome yeah 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 yeah. titan looks like it's the flashpoint yep no i'm not gonna go for a god roll warden's law i already have a pretty good warden's law so you don't want to do an ordeal farm do you is that a better farm to do the ordeal instead of the selectable with the card um you can't be surprised that that finisher is so expensive oh how much is the finisher yeah they want to make finishers expensive because like those are completely like added flourishing like you, you know what i'm saying that's totally added thing so they're they're gonna want to try and make money off those it's just a flourish so uh rycor do you think part of the what's making the solution that satisfies everyone in this discussion so difficult is because of the rigidity and Bungie's desire to have a uniform sandbox across activity types? I understand and respect their desire to try and have a uniform experience across the whole game, but I feel like it might be making things a little bit more difficult. Dude, I don't need to constantly emote in PvE. Are you freaking kidding me? If they put like a 30 second cooldown on it, I'd be fine with that. If they locked it in Crucible, I wouldn't care. What if you can only emote once per round per player? Uh, maybe. Cruxley. Do you think they could make emotes more like finishers and just isolate cloud view? Uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could do the cloudy thing from finishers. That's not bad either. That's not bad either. We got patch notes? All right. Um... Do you think that they will change emote sword peaking soon? Because Crucible pretty much only gets changes when the new season goes live. I don't think this is a front burner issue. I think I was I was trying to have good dialogue about it, but I don't think this is a front burner issue. I don't think they're going to uh, address this in the near future at all. No. Mr. Complainy Face, what if you what when you use a finisher, a dark cloud comes into view? Yep, somebody just suggested that. I like that. Lone Wolf um, says. How about emoting shows your location on the map to everyone? Yeah, somebody already suggested that, so that that's that's a that's a possibility, but I don't think that's the overarching solution. Rowan, okay. Separate issue from the revoker, but related to ammo economy. Do you think it is problematic that you get special ammo back after being revived? Um, maybe. I I want to hear some argumentation from the high skilled players on this one to see what if it's affecting map flow, just because they're more aware of that kind of stuff. And combat flow. Uh, I popped in at question 53. Hope this isn't had been asked. If third person peeking with emotes gets fixed, how do you think sword? Yeah, we talked about sword. You just can't pull it out without ammo. Big sirs. Do you think that Bungie's attention uh, intention for the seasons in between expansions uh, is to be aimed towards making builds while substantial content drops once per year? Tiger 2 actual gifting five subs. Thank you so much. Their intention is to be aimed at towards making builds while substantial content drops once per year? I don't know. GMAC. The majority of players do not and will not care about three peaking. Um, GMAC, you've been here long enough to know not to do that. Please don't... This is not a question. It's just your statement. Like, put that in chat. Chat is there for you to make statements like that. And if I feel like interacting with it, I will. Do not put statements in Q&A. Please. I'm, I've, been, I've been pretty chill about this recently. I try not to get super agitated about it. But for the love of frick... That's not a question. I'm really struggling to understand how three peaking or the use of knowledge gained from peaking isn't a skill. <sighs> if everyone on both teams can do this, but one team uses it more effectively, isn't that a skill? Oh my gosh, Tiger, why? If with all the things equal with all things equal with equal weapon and gear setup and I kill you and you don't kill me in that moment, aren't we just more skilled than you? Oh man, homie. You just gifted five subs. I think you knew. You're like trying to you're trying to soften 
you're trying to soften the blow um listen it's not a skill man it's not it is not a skill a skill is is target acquisition aim movement map awareness instincts decision making not overextending supporting your team um countering with your super holding your super you know holding your supers to go into match point with supers these are all skills uh, somebody said this is a skill and i kind of memed on it and i was like imagine if you went to an interview and they're like what's this skill here that you're you're good at uh you have good observational skills right what, what's this mean here oh i can tell you what i see it's a really great skill what, what do you mean? Give me an example. Okay, uh, on your desk right now, there's a lamp, there's a computer monitor, there's a piece of paper, there's a pen. Did you see that? I, I can tell you what's in front of me. That, <laughs> that That's not a skill. You're just saying what you see. Like, you're just using your eyeballs. That isn't a skill. Like, you're getting access to knowledge you have no business getting. It's a first-person shooter, and you're using an emote to get access to information you shouldn't have. Every movement, every decision in this game is laden with risk-reward. There is intrinsic risk-reward. If you peek a lane, if you use your ability, if you flank, if you jump, if you do floaty McFloat float, helicopter potato move, all of those things are laden with risk. When you are across the map from somebody, there is no risk in emoting. You just you just hit the button and you're just like, yeah, I get to see everything. Does it take skill to push a button and be like, yeah, there's a guy up at uh, up at Plaza. Yeah, he's in the doorway. Yep, there's another one who went right. Yep, there's one back on the rubble. Yeah, he's standing up on the wall. Uh-huh. How is that a freaking skill? You're just describing what you're seeing. My goodness. My daughter could do that. I'm like, what do you see, kiddo? I see a man up at the top of the stairs. Like, come on. You are just straining to try to argue this is a skill. You really are straining. And again, it's an it's a non-ability ability. If I use my dodge, my rift, or my barricade, I'm using something that I may need later. There's a cooldown on it. It's a non-ability ability. Same with swords, by the way. Are callouts not a skill? No! How is that a skill? I don't understand. How is taught? How is saying what you see? I could you could have the worst player in the world, and they could be like, there's one down at church, there's one across by tree, there's one next to heavy. How is that a skill? Recon oh chat. You're, you're hurting me. Oh, it hurts. It's not. Map awareness. Map awareness isn't saying what you see. It's being aware of the people around you using radar and predicting where they are with space and movement. Not like I'm seeing somebody. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. It is. It's. You're not. You're just sitting there. And saying what you see. How can you be more skilled than another person at it? I. <laughs> that'd be like me holding up a picture and being like, what do you see? I see an apple, a square, and the color red. Whew. Man, you are really good at that. Anybody could do that. <laughs> 
Anybody could do that. Oh, man. Stop, chat. You have to stop. Paku, if someone three-peaks on the other team, are you justified to three-peak or is it part of the problem? I have said that I will never fault anybody for doing something that's in the game. I've said two things. I'm never going to call you scummy or toxic for three-peaking. It's in the game. Do it. Okay? It's in the game. That's fine. However, I think it needs addressed. So if you want to do it, do it. You're in your right to do it. It's in the game. You are in your right to do it. It is currently in the game. It's not cheating. You're not leaving the map. You're not, you know, you're not like glitching under the map or something. So I have never gone that far and be like, you're scum. You're you're a turd. You can't believe you're doing this. So. Uh, Retley with two months. Thank you. 14 months from Duck Tricks. Owen. If three peaking is a problem, isn't nearby players always showing on radar a problem too? Not, I just, I can't, I have to, I, I can't do it. I can't, my voice can't take it. I'm going to start talking like Jerry Seinfeld. I'm going to the next question. Razo, what did the game highlighted or otherwise gave one? Yeah, people already suggested that for emoting, seeing them through the wall. Uh, next question. If the removal or limitation of emotes happens, won't the flow of play be slowed down even more as players avoid peeking and just hide? Yeah, and you know what's great about that? When you play that way, there's a giant disadvantage to playing that way. You're going to get pushed, and you're not going to know it's coming, or you're going to have to rely on reading radar and understanding what the radar reads means and where to go. If you're going to dig in like ticks and hide, you're going to see what happens when you do that. It's not a viable strategy. You have no information. You have no idea what's going on. I guess we'll just read radar and hide. No, it wouldn't it wouldn't slow things down. Teams that would try to hide would just get steamrolled. Deservedly so. It's a competitive environment. It's supposed to be aggressive. It's supposed to be tough. Not you shouldn't be able to play passive and get away like that's it's just there should be more risk involved with just sitting and hiding. Ginzor answered Paul's tweet about what? Jack I totally agree with you what you're saying about how three-peaking is not a skill and how map awareness is a skill. What do you think will be the response from the community if this is handled? Will they be happy or angry? I got news for you. If you're defending it and they say you can only do it every 30 seconds or something and you get angry, you're just admitting it was a crutch. If they, if it, if it's an ability, if you're going to defend it as an ability and a strategy and a in quotations, you're going to defend it as a skill, then it should function like all other abilities and have a cooldown. If you're against it having a cooldown, then you're crutching and you know it. Seriously. If you are against it having a cooldown like all other abilities in the game, then you are crutching on it and you know it. It it should... <laughs> it It's a non-ability ability. Like, I can't believe we're even talking about this. Every other ability in the game has a cooldown because it comes with benefits. Uh, our li- uh, our How do you feel about three peeking uh, from a down player giving information? Dead man can't talk, but they can give a lot of info in Destiny. They're dead, and everybody knows what's going on. They know that it, they're within visibility of the orb, that they're giving out information and that's never been a problem they're dead they're not alive they can't do anything with the information themselves they can't like peek and shoot they can't know you're coming and like step out and shotgun you right think about that if you're down below the stairs around the corner and you're three peeking and the guy comes out and jumps to come downstairs you can literally like oh here he comes step out shotgun how is that not problematic? Now, if you're dead, you, you uh, sure, you can relay information to your team, but that's completely and utterly different than three-peaking for yourself. It's not even remotely the same. 
And anyways, people staying nearby the orb, they understand the risk reward. If they stay near the orb, they're protecting it, but they also know that guy's relaying intel to his teammates. <coughs> Phil. I have limited understanding of programming, so apologies of ignorance. What usually keeps Bungie from pushing out updates as quickly as other studios thinking about them in relation to needed trials updates? It's outdated engine, it's old dev tech, and there's no dedicated servers, so they can't, like, make server-side changes. Um, so, that's, uh, that's one of the reasons that they just can't, they can't seem to do it. Um, every time we've had leaks from internal anything, it's like, it's hard for them to do stuff, so... Apparently there's an Iron Tomb secret mission. That's the last question. We're going to check it out. Don't go anywhere. If you're here live right now, you're going to want to stick around. Let's see what it is. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. As always, please like, share, and subscribe.